Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 220. We are going to continue in the book of Ezekiel today, looking at a number of pronouncements of judgment again by God against kingdoms of Tyre and especially of Pharaoh, king of Egypt and all of Egypt. And then we'll be looking at John 10. And what's amazing about these uh, passages as they come together is that they form such a contrast. God is condemning these other nations because they have basically used their power and position to oppress, take advantage of, and basically wipe out other people. An incredible contrast to that, here is God who has all the power in the world come in Jesus, and Jesus is the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. He uses his power to save, not to conquer. So let's have a look at these passages and notice the contrast, and in doing so, see the wonderful goodness of Jesus the Good Shepherd. Ezekiel 28. The Lord's message came to me, saying, Son of man, say to the prince of Tyre, This is what the sovereign Lord says. Your heart is proud, and you said, I am a God. I sit in the seat of gods, in the heart of the seas. Yet you are a man and not a God, though you think you are God-like. Look, you are wiser than Daniel. No secret is hidden from you. By your wisdom and understanding, you have gained wealth for yourself. You have amassed gold and silver in your treasuries. By your great skill and trade, you have increased your wealth, and your heart is proud because of your wealth. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because you think you are godlike, I am about to bring foreigners against you, the most terrifying of nations. They will draw their swords against the grandeur made by your wisdom, and they will defile your splendor. They will bring you down to the pit, and you will die violently in the heart of the seas. Will you still say, I am a God, before the one who kills you, though you are a man and not a God, when you are in the power of those who wound you? You will die the death of the uncircumcised by the hand of foreigners, for I have spoken, declares the Sovereign Lord. The Lord's message came to me, saying, Son of man, sing a lament for the king of Tyre, and say to him, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. You were the sealer of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering, the ruby, topaz, and emerald, the chrysolite, onyx, and jasper, the sapphire, turquoise, and beryl. Your settings and mounts were made of gold. On the day you were created, they were prepared. I placed you there with an anointed guardian cherub. You were like the holy mountain of God. You walked about amidst fiery stones. You were blameless in your behavior from the day you were created until, your, until sin was discovered in you. In the abundance of your trade, you were filled with violence and you sinned. So I defiled you and banished you from the mountain of God. The guardian cherub expelled you from the midst of the stones of fire. Your heart was proud because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom on account of your splendor. I threw you down to the ground. I placed you before kings that they might see you. By the multitude of your iniquities, through the sinfulness of your trade, you desecrated your sanctuaries. So I drew fire out from within you. It consumed you, and I turned you to ashes on the earth before the eyes of all who saw you. All who know you among the peoples are shocked at you. You have become terrified and will be no more. 
And the Lord's message came to me saying, Son of man, turn towards Sidon and prophesy against it. Say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am against you, Sidon. I will magnify myself in your midst. Then you will know that I am the Lord when I execute judgments on, you, on her and reveal my sovereign power in her. I will send a plague into the city and bloodshed into the streets. The slain will fall within it by the sword the attacks that by the sword that attacks it from every side. Then they will know that I am the Lord. No longer will Israel suffer from the sharp briars or painful thorns of all who surround and scorn her. Then they will know that I am the sovereign Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. When I regather the house of Israel from the peoples where they are dispersed, I will reveal my sovereign power over them in the sight of the nations, and they will live in their land that I give, gave to my servant Jacob. They will live securely in it. They will build houses and plant vineyards. They will live securely when I execute my judgments on all those who scorn them and surround them. Then they will know that I am the Lord their God. In the tenth year, in the tenth month, on the twelfth day of the month, the Lord's message came to me, saying, Son of man, turn toward Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and prophesy against him and all against all Egypt. Tell them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am against you, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, the great monster lying in the midst of its waterways, who has said, my Nile is my own. I made it for myself. I will put hooks into your jaws and stick the fish of your waterways to your scales. I will haul you up from the midst of your waterways and all the fish of your waterways will stick to your scales. I will leave you in the wilderness and you and all the fish of your waterways, you will fall on the open field and I will not be gathered and will not be gathered up or collected. I have given you as food to the beasts of the earth and the birds of the skies. Then all those living in Egypt will know that I am the Lord because they were a reed staff for the house of Israel. When they grasped you with their hand, you broke and tore their shoulders. And when they leaned on you, you splintered and caused their legs to be unsteady. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am about to bring a sword against you, and I will kill every person and every animal. The land of Egypt will become a desolate ruin. They will know, then they will know, that I am the Lord. Because he said, The Nile is mine, and I made it, I am against you and your waterways. I will turn the land of Egypt into an utterly desolate ruin from Migdal to Sin, as far as the border of Ethiopia. No human foot will pass through it, and no animal's foot will pass through it. It will be uninhabited for 40 years. I will turn the land of Egypt into a desolation in the midst of the desolate lands. For 40 years, her cities will lie desolate in the midst of ruined cities. I will scatter Egypt among the nations and disperse them among foreign countries. For this is what the sovereign Lord says. At the end of the 40 years, I will gather Egypt from the peoples where they were scattered. I will restore the fortunes of Egypt and bring them back to the land of Pathros, to the land of their origin, where they will be an insignificant kingdom. And it will be the most insignificant of the kingdoms. It will never again exalt itself over the nations. I will make them so small that they will not rule over the nations. It will never again be Israel's source of confidence, but a reminder of how they sinned by turning to Egypt for help. Then they will know that I am the sovereign Lord. In the 27th year, in the first month, on the first day of the month, the Lord's message came to me saying, Son of man, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon made his army labor hard against Tyre. Every head was rubbed bald and every shoulder rubbed bare. Yet he and his army received no wages from Tyre for the work he carried out against it. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm about to give the land of Egypt to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. He will carry off her wealth, capture her loot and seize her plunder. It will be his army's wages. 
I, will, I have given him the land of Egypt as his compensation for attacking Tyre, because they did it for me, declares the sovereign Lord. On that day I will make Israel powerful and will give you the right to be heard among them. Then they will know that I am the Lord. And the Lord's message came to me saying, Son of man, prophesy and say, This is what the sovereign Lord says. Well, alas, the day is here. That for the day is near, the day of the Lord is near. It will be a day of storm clouds. It will be a time of judgment for the nations. A sword will come against Egypt and panic will overtake Ethiopia. When the slain fall in Egypt they carry, and they carry their, away their wealth and dismantle her foundations. Ethiopia, Put, Lud, all the foreigners, Libya and all the people of the covenant land will die by the sword along with them. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Egypt's supporters will fall. Her confident pride will crumble. From Migdal to Syene, they will die by the sword within her, declares the sovereign Lord. They will be desolate among desolate lands, and their cities will be among ruined cities. They will know that I am the Lord when I ignite a fire in Egypt and all her allies are defeated. On that day, messengers will go out from me in ships to frighten overconfident Ethiopia. Panic will overtake them on the day of Egypt's doom, for beware, it is coming. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I will put an end to the hordes of Egypt by the hand of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. He and his people with him, the most terrifying of the nations, will be brought there to destroy the land. They will draw their swords against Egypt and fill the land with corpses. I will dry up the waterways and hand the land over to evil men. I will make the land and everything in it desolate by the hand of foreigners. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will destroy the idols and put an end to the gods of Memphis. There will no longer be a prince from the land of Egypt. So I will make the land of Egypt fearful. I will desolate Pathros. I will ignite a fire in Zoan. I will execute judgments on Thebes. I will pour out my anger against Pelusium, the stronghold of Egypt. I will cut off the hordes of Thebes. I will ignite a fire in Egypt. Syene will writhe in agony. Thebes will be broken down, and Memphis will face em- enemies from every day. The young men of On and Pi Beseth will die by the sword, and cities will go into captivity. In Tapphanes, the day will be dark when I break the yoke of Egypt there. Her confident pride will cease within her. A cloud will cover her, and her daughters will go into captivity. I will execute judgments on Egypt. Then they will know that I am the Lord. In the eleventh year, in the first month, in the seventh day of the month, the Lord's message came to me saying, Son of man, I have broken the arm of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Look, it has not been bandaged for healing or set in with a dressing so that it might become strong enough to grasp the sword. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am against Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and I will break his strong arms, the strong arm and the broken one, and I will make the sword drop from his hand. I will scatter the Egyptians among the nations and disperse them among foreign countries. I will strengthen the arms of the king of Babylon and I will place my sword in his hand. But I will break the arms of Pharaoh and he will groan like the fatally wounded before the king of of Babylon. I will strengthen the armies of the king of Babylon, but the arms of Pharaoh will fall limp. Then they will know that I am the Lord when I place my sword in the hand of the king of Babylon and he extends it against the land of Egypt. I will scatter the Egyptians among the nations and disperse them among foreign countries. Then they will know that I am the Lord. And there is God making his judgment again clear for all these people who are filled with pride and use their power to take advantage and harm so many other people. And yet now we read in John 10 this contrast where Jesus is speaking to the people and describing himself as the good shepherd 
who behaves very differently than what he calls here the thieves and the robbers and the wolves, which we've just been reading about and which often can be the characteristic of our own hearts. And so this is a great reminder of our need to see Jesus, the good shepherd, and to find in him the one who uses power to save. John chapter 10. I tell you the solemn truth, says Jesus, the one who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. The doorkeeper opens the door for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all his own sheep out, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. They will never follow a stranger, but will run away from him because they do not recognize the stranger's voice. Jesus told them this parable, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus said again, I tell you the solemn truth. I am the door for the sheep. All who came before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and may have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not a shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and abandons the sheep and runs away. So the wolf attacks the sheep and scatters them. Because he is a hired hand and is not concerned about his sheep, he runs away. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay my life down for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not come from this sheepfold. I must bring them too, and they will listen to my voice, so that there will be one flock and one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I lay down my life, so that I may take it back again. No one takes it away from me, but I lay it down of my own free will. I have the authority to lay it down, and I have the authority to take it back again. This commandment I receive from my Father. Another sharp division took place among the Jewish people because of these words. Many of them were saying, He is possessed by a demon and has lost his mind. Why do you listen to him? Others said, These are not the words of someone possessed by a demon. A demon cannot cause the blind to see, can it? Then came the feast of the dedication of de- the dedication in Jerusalem. It was winter and Jesus was walking in the temple area in Solomon's portico. The Jewish leader surrounded him and asked, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus replied, I told you, and you do not believe. The deeds I do in my Father's name testify about me. But you refuse to believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them from my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one can snatch them from my Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Jewish leaders picked up rocks again to stone him to death. Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good deeds from the Father. For which of them are you going to stone me? The Jewish leaders replied, We are going to stone you for we are not going to stone you for a good deed, but for blasphemy because you, a man, are claiming to be God. Jesus answered, Is it not written in your law, I said you are gods? If those people to whom the word of God came were called gods and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say about the one whom the Father set apart and sent into the world, you are blaspheming because I said I am the Son of God? 
If I do not perform the deeds of my Father, do not believe me. But if I do them, even if you do not believe me, believe the deeds that I may, that you may come to know and understand that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Then they attempted again to seize him, but he escaped their clutches. Jesus went back across the Jordan River, again to the place where John had been baptizing at an earlier time, and he stayed there. Many came to him and began to say, John performed no miraculous signs, but everything John said about this man was true. And many believed in Jesus there. That's where we close our uh, time in the Word today. And it's just an incredible reminder, I hope, for all of us as we read these words of Jesus, that he is the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep, and that he does so in honoring and obedience to the Father's will, And that shows us that God the Father sent the Son to lay down his life for dumb sheep like us. People who, left to ourselves, couldn't survive. And yet as we turn and admit our helplessness and our weakness, we see in Jesus a Savior who saves, who lays down his life for us, and in doing so gives true abundant life in a way that brings great joy to those who trust in him. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You're